Welcome back, my loves. It is time for our latest episode of A Moment with Matthew podcast. This is episode 14, including this one. We have six left in our season. I'm so excited that we've gotten this far. This is a great experience for me, and I have loved talking with you. I have my tea poured. It is time for this week's episode of A Moment with Matthew podcast. I'm going to be honest with you, my loves. It has been a struggle lately, uh, emotionally. Been on a up and down roller coaster. I decided that it would be best to share that with you in today's episode instead of continuing to hide it. I have been actively aware of rising anger for no reason, um, feeling like. Um, Things just don't matter that used to matter. Um, one big telltale sign for me is I haven't been reading that much. And if you know me, you know that reading is something that I really have to do almost like breathing. And it has become a chore to even think about picking up a book. I have been listening to books, um, a lot of audio books, things like that. So I do continue to keep that moving forward. But picking up a book and having the words in my hand has always been something that is uh, extremely important to me and something I have been passionate about. And so when that big major red flag came about, I knew there was something up with me. And it is something that I am still dealing with, and I honestly can't even articulate what the issues are, why I am feeling this way, but I am definitely feeling like life is handing me a bunch of lemons in every aspect of my life. I don't feel secure. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel um, that... Things are going well in any portion of my life, whether it's personal or professional. And I am struggling with that right now. I am not blaming anyone. I'm not blaming anything. A lot of it, I believe, has to do with my own depression and anxiety that, um, you know, I've been very honest about in the past. And I wanted to bring this out because I think it is extremely important that we talk about these things. It is important that we are honest about the struggles that we go through because we can't get help, we can't get support, and um, naming these things is the first step to healing. So for me, the struggle has been very real lately. Um, I am finding that I am easily flustered, easily angered, and I don't like that aspect of myself. And I recognize, having put in a lot of foundational work, that these are issues that signal to me that there is a problem and that does include me reaching out to for help to, to uh, a therapist and um, trying to talk about it with people that I care about. But even then, talking about it with people that I love, I, I struggle with that because one, 
there's part of me that never wants to be a burden. You know, I talk about all of this help that I love to give, but I'm not really good at getting help for myself. Um, beyond, of course, my therapy moments that I, I definitely continue to have and will continue to have. But um, I, I struggle with that aspect of getting help beyond that professional help. So I know my poor boyfriend is wondering what the hell is going on with me, why I seem distant and uh, unemotional, and why the littlest things set me off. Um, he heard me yell the other day from the other room, and he was like, what the hell is going on? Um, and of course, that triggers his own um, mental uh, health issues, his own anxiety. So, you know, we, we're we a little bit of walking on eggshells around here lately. And um, I don't want to make light of it, but at the same time, you know, this is not anything that is... Uh, massively something to worry about. You know, I am, I'm not in a deep, deep, dark place. I'm just noticing that there are a lot of issues going on with me right now that I know that I need to take a deep look at. So why am I taking this time on the podcast to talk to you about my personal issues? Well, one, it's my podcast. I get to do those kind of things. Two, I really do think it's helpful to be able to hear that we are not the only ones struggling. It is helpful to hear that I'm not alone. And it is helpful to know that someone who gets up and does a podcast every week about love and acceptance and mental and physical and spiritual health goes through mental, spiritual, and physical health struggles. And it is okay. And that is an important aspect of knowing that we are not alone, knowing that we are not out here just flapping in the wind and no one understands what is happening to us. Trust me, I understand. I go through it. I have made a vow to myself to be honest about the struggles that I have. But it's also important to note that a lot of the way that I deal with this until I can speak to a professional, until I can get these things off my chest, until I can truly explore what is going on, I have to work at the foundational issues that we have been talking about from day one in my podcast and in my YouTube videos and even in my um blog. It is important to understand that having those foundational issues of self-love, knowing what you need to do to kind of dig yourself out of these holes is a huge aspect to understanding what it is that I have to do to kind of fix where I am right now. And I think it's also important to understand that where I am right now, feeling this way right now, it's not because I am a bad person. It is not because I am broken beyond repair. It just means I'm going through a difficult period in my life right now. And we all have those. It's part of what being human is. From a, a Buddhist standpoint, if we didn't have these dark times, we wouldn't be able to recognize the beauty of the light. And so that is important that we are going to go through these issues, but 
we don't have to dwell in them. We don't have to sit in them and wallow. The Buddhist teaching is we have to sit and recognize what is happening. And I think that is the phase I am in right now. But it is not, it is a fine line because I I could very easily fall back into the muck and the mire of the depression and the anxiety. Or I can sit with it and say, okay, here's what's happening. Let's recognize what is going on. When I'm in these moments, I I often think of the the never ending story with um, Atreyu in the bog of sadness and and the horse who who just can't um, I think it's Artemis um, anyway um, go uh, a little shoot back to my childhood there but I do think of those moments and I can continue to move through it and recognize what is happening um much like a treyu who made it through or I can be like the horse who is um swallowed up and consumed by it and I do not want to be consumed by it um I do want to talk about it I do want to move through it and a lot of that comes in the very issues that we are have talked about I noticed that my journaling stopped for a little while this was another red flag and I picked that journal up last night and I wrote a few pages I I was able to take a lot out and some of it was just bitching, complaining, and saying, ugh, what the fuck is happening? This is making me mad, and this person is doing this, and I can't believe this is happening, and ugh, why the fuck can't this just be the way it's supposed to be? And that's okay. Get it onto the page. So journaling and getting back to journaling has been a step in the right direction. I tell you what, I feel lighter today after having put that on the page last night. But recognizing, hey, you haven't been doing this regularly. And thinking to myself, well, the, the journaling, is it really helping? Boy, did it really help last night. And it helped clear up some of the cloudiness in my brain that was occurring because I just got that shit onto the page and let it go. And to me, not only is that a, a great thing for me that I needed to do, it was also a validation of the importance of my journaling. The other thing that I've been noticing is how I feel when I have been eating. I haven't been taking care of myself physically. I've been eating really shitty foods, lots of cheeses, lots of sugar. And I have noticed that I don't feel good when I do this. And that's hard for me to admit because I love cheese. I love it so much. But I have been struggling with not necessarily having cheese. It's, do you have to have cheese at every meal? And does it have to be on every part of the meal? And does it have to be the main portion of the meal? No, it does not. Do you have to buy these family size boxes of sugared cereal? Lucky charms, I'm looking at you. And do you have to eat handfuls and handfuls and handfuls at a time? No, 
I don't. That's the point. And I have always prescribed the idea that if it's not in my house, then I'm not going to deal with it. I'm not, I don't, I don't have to eat it if it's not here. Well, I of course have been buying it and I of course have been eating it and consuming it like it was going out of style. And I was reading um, this book. I am, I'm still reading it because uh, like I said, I'm having a slow time and it's, the the book by Tara Schuster, Buy Yourself the Goddamn Lilies, or Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies, my apologies. Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies by Tara Schuster. I will have that um, in the notes to the show. It has been a great book. I have gotten some great ideas out of it. And one of the things she talks about is, oh my gosh, here we go, a food journal and how it makes me feel. And I have been writing down how it makes me feel. And I will tell you, the fried food, the cheese, as much as I love them, they do not agree with me. And it is not helping the situation that I am in. Um, Andrew and I, my boyfriend, we went on a walk last night. Extremely helpful. I still came home and I pouted in my room and I, I, I just sat and I wasn't much very good company for him. But the physical activity was helpful. We're both struggling with some body uh, image issues right now. And the act of doing something physical was extremely helpful. Um, and I have always been an intermittent faster. I've been a faster for about 20 years now. Um, I typically don't eat breakfast. Um, this is not a show about discussing my eating habits. Well, Yes, it is, but it is not the discussion about whether or not fasting is good for me or not. There are plenty of scientific, um, plenty of scientific research that says it's great for me and it has worked well for me. But I have also gotten away from that a little bit too much snacking, not stopping at a good time, not taking the full time of my fasting, and so I've gotten myself back into that. I downloaded my fasting timer app, and that has been helpful as well. So. The reason I'm telling you this is to let you know I'm struggling. I still struggle. Even with all of this preaching about self-love and spreading love, and I still want to do that. That does not negate the fact that I truly believe these things. But I want you to understand that there are going to come times in your life that you are going to have a hard time spreading that love, spreading that feeling, spreading that joy, feeling that joy for yourself because you are in the middle of a spiral and you have to recognize those spirals. That is the first step. And it has taken me a while to say, oh shit, you are in the middle of a spiral right now. Oh fuck, you are depressed. You are anxious. And it has really been helpful again to name it and it really has been helpful to stop and say, let's get back to the basics. And what are my basics of self-love? Journaling, physical exercise, meditation, eating right. Those are an important aspect of how I get back to my self-love. I have to take care of myself. When I am training at my job, I'm training new teachers. I always tell them when you're overwhelmed, let's go back to the four basics. And the four basics are make your phone calls, grade your work, uh, reach out to kids that aren't working and, you know, make sure that 
you are keeping up with anything that goes overdue. Those are the four basics. Don't worry about adding anything else to it until you get those four basics down. Same thing when you are feeling vulnerable, when you are feeling like you are not yourself, when you are feeling like you are hitting a rock bottom or just bottoming out a little and feeling like you just can't spread the love you want to spread or feel the emotions that you want to feel, go back to the basics. Get it on paper. Journal. I don't care if you're typing it into your phone. Do something to get those thoughts out of your head. Look at what you are eating. Look at how you are eating. Is this taking you to a place that you don't want to be? Because it is me. I don't eat well when I'm not feeling well, which starts a cycle. Take time to meditate. And it does not have to be a formal meditation setting. It can just be sitting quietly for five minutes and breathing. Nothing more. Keep your phone away, turn your screens off, and sit and breathe. Don't read. And I'm telling myself I don't crochet. I just sit and breathe. Thoughts will come, thoughts will go, and that is okay. Meditation doesn't empty the mind. Meditation helps you deal with those stray thoughts that spiral. Sit and breathe. And then do something physical. Take a walk. If you're like my mom, you just walk around your house. She's in her 70s and she has hip and back pain, so she walks around her house. It is something physical. Do a few yoga poses, go on a walk outside, go on a run, go to the gym, do something that gets your heart rate moving. I don't care if it's go and have good sex, do something that gets your heart rate moving. And those are your four basics when you are feeling like, I don't know what to do next. And these are the four basics that I am reconnecting with journaling, trying to eat better. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to slip up and go have a cheeseburger and some french fries, but it means I'm going to be more mindful of what I am putting in my body, how often I am putting in my body, and giving my body a break from the shit I put into it. Take quiet time. I don't care if that means you have a house full of people and you have to go sit on the shitter for five minutes to be alone Lock the door and do it. And get some kind of physical exercise. I'm not talking about the stress exercise of running after a child all day. I'm not talking about the exercise that you might get if your job is physical. I am talking about specific exercise that is meant to get your heart rate going. Grab a friend, go for a walk, do something that will get you physically active. And finally, oh wait, I did get the finally. That was four. Oh my gosh. Sorry. My brain was like, wait, there's one more. No, that would be five. We said four basics. So journal, get the shit out of your brain. Try to eat a little bit more healthy, something at least be mindful of it. Keep a journal, a food journal if you need to. Food and emotions. What, how do you feel physically and emotionally after you eat the things you're eating? 
be mindful, take time for yourself, even if it's five minutes alone to just breathe and do something physical. Those are your basics. This is what you turn to in your times of need when you feel overwhelmed and you don't know where to go. Go back to the basics. And boy, did I need this lesson recently. And I'm going to continue to need the lesson. But I want you to be able to do it, my loves, because you deserve to be able to find your center again when your world is spinning out of control. These will help you slow the spinning and deal with the dizziness, deal with the pain. Go back to your basics. I love you. I appreciate you so much for listening. And now it's time for our gratitude moment. And now it's our gratitude segment. So let me start first by saying thank you. I am exceptionally grateful for this platform and for you out there for listening to me talk about the issues that I am going through. But I do talk about them so that hopefully it can help you as well. You're not alone. Just like I know I'm not alone. We are loved. We are valued. So based on that, my gratitude this week is my four basics of self-care. I am grateful for my journaling. I am grateful for being able to be mindful about what I eat and being able to change what I eat based on the need to be more healthy for my body. I am grateful for those moments of quiet solitude where I can take some time to breathe and reflect and just turn my mind off. And again, it's not about having thoughts. It's about saying to that thought, I appreciate what you're saying, but right now is not the time and sending it on its way. And having those moments of physical activity. I want you to be grateful for those four basics too. Try them out. If you don't feel 100% your best, go to the four basics. Once you feel you have, and and if you're just starting on your own self-care journey, these four basics are a great place to start. Journal every day, preferably in the morning. Get all that shit out of your brain. Sometimes you can do it at night. Sometimes you can do it all throughout the day. Whatever you want to do. Carry a journal with you if you want. Or keep it in a nice place where you can sit down and light a candle or some incense and take time to journal. Get your thoughts out of your brain. Put it on the paper and release it. Take at least five minutes a day to yourself to just sit and breathe. Close your eyes if you want. Keep them open if you want. Whatever you'd like to do. If you fall asleep, that's okay. You're probably wearing yourself out. You can get back to your breathing at any time. Even if it's five minutes. Buddhists say take 20 minutes a day for meditation. 
If you're too busy to take 20 minutes out of your day to meditate, they say, go ahead and take an hour because you need it. That's me paraphrasing, by the way. And finally, get some kind of physical exercise. Walk around your house, walk around your neighborhood, go to the gym, find a fuck buddy, do something to get your heart rate going. You need it. It doesn't have to be strenuous, but it needs to be something physical for you. And find the four basics. Because right now, I tell you what, I am so grateful for these basics. And I want you to be grateful. What is your gratitude this week? What is your gratitude in this moment? My loves, I am grateful for you. Thank you so much for joining me this week on episode 14. I can't believe it. After this, we only have five more to go. We'll only take a few weeks off at the end of the season, but I will need a little break, I think. Plus, that will fall right around the time of the end of school and the start of summer school, so it will be good for me. Um, I will see you or talk to you next week. Please do like and rate and comment on this podcast so that we can get that message spread out. If you know someone who needs this message, please, please, please do send it on. Please don't let someone blow in the wind by themselves. Let them know they are not alone. Please follow me on my socials so we can continue this conversation there. And check out Tara Schuster's book that I mentioned here, Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies. And I will talk to you next week, my loves, on a Moment with Matthew podcast.